you'd like to be a part of Transfer Tea, fill out our submissions form, find the link in the description or on any of our social platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to Transfer Tea. On today's episode, I will be talking to Karis, who's currently a senior at UCLA. I'll let her introduce herself and maybe give a brief bio, like where you go to school, where you went to school, what you're majoring in. Okay, yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Karis. I go to UCLA and I transferred from Fullerton College. I'm a sociology major and yeah. Very cool. So maybe we can start with you in high school and how you kind of went to Fullerton College from high school as opposed to somewhere else? Yeah, so my high school was actually, it was, it was an IB school, so it, I would say it was relatively academically um, competitive. Um, and many of the kids there, community college wasn't really in their cards, I would guess. That wasn't really a viable option for many kids, at least in the classes that I was in. So I from maybe around middle school to high school, like kids were talking about where they wanted to go to college, their dream schools, et cetera. So I just thought that was like normal thing to do, go to four year university. And when I was a freshman, my sister was actually in college and she was going to community college after going to UC Santa Barbara for a year. She transferred to community college and then she transferred to Cal State Fullerton just for economic reasons. So my freshman year, my parents told me, okay, so you're going to have to pay for your own school. So like basically your options are community college because like that's going to be what you can afford outside of high school, outside of high school. So yeah, that was basically my like only option, I guess. But it was something that I was just like really discouraged by my peers and a lot of my teachers. I just remember like one of my favorite teachers, he just told me like, oh, kids would kill to be in your position. Like, why would you go to community college? Like when you can go to where you want to transfer to now, basically. And I was just like, well, it's basically economics. Like I can't, like, I just can't, like I don't have the means. So that was how I ended up at community college. It wasn't really what I wanted to do, but it was something I kind of just like reluctantly did out of necessity. But looking back, of course, like I definitely don't regret it. And I appreciate the experience. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of people in that position, like more than we realize. And it makes sense. Like it's so hard to pay like 30, 40 K a year on your own too. Like that, that is without going into insane debt. I think that's really interesting because I had the same, I had a teacher that I really, really liked. And when I said I was going to community college, he was like, but why? Like you don't need to. And for me, it was kind of like, well, that, that doesn't help. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, but it is, you're right. Like when you're in that academically like challenging environment, everyone is like, oh no, like that's not an option. Mm -hmm. But it, it, like you said, like there's no regrets, like it totally should be. But anyways, so I'm curious to know, like when you started as in your first year, I mean, you went in kind of discouraged, like what did you shift in your first year? Like, was there a change and where did that come from? Yeah, so my first year, so all throughout high school, or not all throughout high school, but starting when I was 16, I started working because I knew I would have to pay for community college. And eventually when I transferred, I would have to pay for that as well. So I started working like 25 to 30 hours a week, like in high school. And so I would say my community college experience, I wasn't always 100% focused on school. Like I was working a lot. So a lot of my time I go into that as well. 
So I wouldn't say there was a shift for me my first year and my community college was definitely more of a commuter school. Like most of the people there were not fresh out of high school. It was kids that went back to school or just like adults getting another like certification or whatever. So it was kind of discouraging because it was hard for me to make friends and like also find people that were just in the same season of life as me at like in my classes. So it was just like really hard, I guess, my first year. So I wouldn't say there was like a change my first year, but yeah, I guess when I was like thinking more about transferring um, would be my, my second year or like the right after my first year. Yeah. yeah and I had not um, planned on going to UC. I was just planning on going to Cal State Fullerton because uh, at, at Fullerton College, we had priority there and it, I would be able to like mm-hmm. stay at home and just keep working. Um, so yeah, that was like never really my plan to transfer to UCLA. That was like my dream school in high school. But after like knowing that I was going to go to community college, I kind of like give up on that dream, just like the logistics of it, like finances and whatnot. But yeah, so I don't really know if there was like a hard like change. Yeah. Well, so that kind of leads us to like, what made you even apply to UCLA? Like you said, you were mostly working and then just doing school, which is something I met a lot of people who were doing that. And it was, it wasn't obviously like it wasn't a choice, but it was like you had, they had to do it. I think you, yeah, UCLA is a fall, like filling out those things and like to transfer. So what made you decide to do that, to go for that? Yeah, so initially I wasn't going to apply to like any UCs. I was just going to apply to Cal State Fullerton and Cal State Long Beach. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of thinking like, oh, it'd be really cool just to see like if I could even get in, you know, and I wasn't even going to do it because I didn't want to pay for the application fees because they're expensive. Like, (laughs) but I ended up applying to UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC San Diego, and UC Irvine. So I ended up applying those because I was just like, hey, like, let's just see. I don't want to have any regrets. So I just ended up applying and yeah, I ended up getting in obviously. But um, yeah, initially I had no intention of going to any UC. I just wanted to like boost my confidence, I guess. And yeah. That's very cool though. I think that's kind of That's really inspirational for anyone who's like, oh, I could never. Yeah, exactly. Is that like, what would you say to someone who's maybe in a similar, I have friends who just applied to like one or two state schools because they were like, there's no way. Yeah, I would definitely say you don't know that there's no way because every year it changes, admissions change. They do have to let in a certain amount of transfers for every freshman. So I think like for community college students, there's a high chance like that you will be accepted to somewhere that you didn't ever think you would would have been. And I actually like, I applied for a scholarship at UCLA and I ended up getting it. So I was like very surprised by that too, because I was very discouraged because after I sent my UC applications, I was watching videos on YouTube of like how I got (laughs) UCLA, how I got into UC Berkeley. And these people did amazing things. Like they started like nonprofits, like made, like have a company, like whatever. And I was like, okay, um, I probably just wasted all my money on applications. Like I'm not going to get in, but I wouldn't like, don't let that discourage you because you really never know. For me, I didn't do any extracurriculars, but I really think like I got that scholarship because I wrote about like how I overcame my hardship of like being a working student basically. Mm-hmm. And they recognize that. So I wouldn't say you always have to go the route of, you know, doing everything 
in community college being part of like extracurriculars and clubs because some people really don't have time um, but they recognize their situation so I wouldn't say like don't try. I think there is, I can't remember what episode, but I did the Thursday episode where I was talking about how like there is a section on the UC apps where you can literally talk about what you did like outside of school. And like in terms of like you can put down if you worked, like I wrote that I worked so that I could do unpaid internships because otherwise I wouldn't be able to afford an unpaid internship. Yeah. Which is not fun, but it's like, you did it, you put in the time. And I think you're right. Like they, they do recognize that. I think it's so important. Like so many people are like, Oh, I'm just working. It's like, no, you're, you were still doing something with your time. You're not sitting at home doing nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I really like that. Hopefully that can help someone who's listening. I I've met so many people in that situation. So it's like, it, it is, it's important. And that's so inspiring to see. Also, I was talking to some other transfers last night about YouTube and like seeing people post on YouTube about like what I did to get in, how to get into these schools. And it's so discouraging because it's like, well, I don't have a patent at 13. Like I can't do that. But you're right. I love that. I kind of want to shift to like what it was like to be a transfer at UCLA. I mean, obviously now we're all like at home, but (laughs) for a part of the time when you got to be there, what was that transition like? It was so awesome. Like I really was just used to the community college experience or my community college experience of just going to school, going home, like no socializing at school, just hanging out with my friends. Um, like from work or high school, like not friends I met at school. And obviously I knew like, okay, like UCLA is going to be different because it's a four-year university. But I didn't realize like how fun it could be. And I lived in the transfer dorm. So I was like very like surrounded by other transfers, you know, very embedded into like transfer culture. And I felt like the, the transfer culture at UCLA, at least, is very, like, close, and they have a lot of events for us and a lot of advocates for us as well. So I really enjoyed that. That's so cool to know. Kind of got that feeling, like, when they send you, like, the brochure, and you're like, wow, I want to go here. <laughs> is, do you have any advice for someone who, like, I guess a lot of people think about, like, okay, should I go to this school or this school or this school? What did UCLA kind of offer to you? You said they put on events. Like, what did you get involved in more things while you were there? Or Yeah, so I would go to, like, the transfer center. Like, it was kind of just, like, a hangout. We would just go there to, like, study. And then sometimes they would have, like, just, like, social events. Like, okay, that's, like, movie night or whatever. And then they would also have academic slash like resource socials I guess like someone would come and like speak or whatever and it was just like really awesome to see because like living in the transfer dorms those events specifically catered towards transfer students were like plugged a lot like the posters were everywhere and you know you hear about it from other kids living in the same dorm that are also transfers and it's just like really easy to get plugged in when you're just surrounded by other transfers instead of like living in a freshman dorm where like you're the oldest person there and like you just feel like kind of left out I guess but yeah it was just like I was really attracted to like the transfer culture at UCLA. That's very very cool I like that I definitely feel like everyone I know who has transferred like 
thrives in that transfer community, which is really cool to think about that they've like put in that effort. There's probably so many people listening who are like, okay, so now I'm going to apply to UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) But I also wanted to ask about your major and just this kind of a tangent, but I'm just curious to know like what led you to sociology and if you started with that out of high school or if you ended up there somehow like changed majors. I don't know. What was that kind of like for you? So yeah, my choice as a sociology major is like kind of different than a lot of other people because I actually chose it on accident. Um, I was a psychology major at community college, but like I said, I wasn't planning on going to UC schools. Mm -hmm. So I applied as a sociology major because it had less requirements to transfer. And then I ended up getting in so that and ended up going to UCLA. So I was thinking, okay, I'll just like switch it back to psychology. And they're like, oh, no, it's actually too impacted, so you can't. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, like, I took sociology classes before, and I actually really liked it. And my undergrad doesn't really matter too much for, like, what I want to do career-wise, because I want to go um, into occupational therapy. So you have to get a master's anyways. <laughs> yeah, so it was actually an accident, but, like, I guess a happy accident, because I really like it. I like that, though. I feel like I, like, just by talking to you for a little bit, like, that mindset that you have is so cool. Like, you know what? We're just going to make the best of this. Like, it is what it is. But that's cool. Yeah, I took a sociology class this summer. And I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting. Especially now, like, we covered, like, everything going on right now. I was like, wow, this is insane. Because I'm poli-sci, but, you know, you look at, that's a different lens. It's not a very Mm -hmm. empathetic lens. (laughs) So that was cool for me. I think I want to try to take more. Um, Yeah, they're interesting. It helps you understand, like, a lot of like the historical background and like just everything that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, yeah. So you're right. That was a happy accident. <laughs> um, cool. And then now I remember like the way that like what we chatted about on Twitter was like, you are happy about your decision and like happy about the time you spent at community college, but it obviously like you didn't start out that way. So why, why are you happy about that experience now? What has changed and what makes you proud of that experience? Yeah, I guess like going through it, I didn't really like see what could come of it, if that makes sense. Like I didn't see the bigger like potential in that opportunity. So I was just planning on like obviously going to Cal State Fullerton and that's literally in the same city as my community college. Like things wouldn't have been much different from me transferring because that's also like a commuter school. I would still live at Mm -hmm. home and things wouldn't have been much different. And even out of high school, I remember my counselor was saying like don't go to community college like if anything just go to a different four-year like just go to a state school because you're not going to be surrounded by kids that like care about school like you at community college and then so I was like okay well (laughs) like I can't do that because of like money so I was just thinking like if I never went to community college and I actually took that advice and just went to Cal State Fullerton like right after high school like my life would be so different I don't know like I probably wouldn't be a sociology major because I would have just stayed with psych. Um, And yeah, like I I wouldn't have met like amazing people I met in LA and just like accumulate all these other experiences that I've had through community college. So I think for some people, especially with that are in community colleges that don't have a high transfer rate or just you seem really discouraged and you're going through community college. I would say, like, that's not the end, like, obviously, like, that is not the end. There is a lot of potential in that experience, and other schools recognize that, 
So don't close like the doors on yourself. Like there are other opportunities. I love that. Like don't, don't get in your own way of success. Like just continue to do what you're doing. It's really interesting to kind of talk through this because my community college, we have like three sister schools and just because of where it's located in the Bay, like they have a lot, they're not really commuter schools. They're more of like, you go there, you stay there and do things. But it is really interesting to be aware of the fact that not every school is the same, even though they're all under this umbrella of community college. And you're right, like you just have to do what you need to do and then just understand that like it's not the end. Whether you're just getting your AA or you want to transfer, like it's not the end. (laughs) That kind of leads into this. I don't know if it'll be similar, but I want to know like what you would tell kind of maybe the you who is sitting and talking to that counselor or like the you who came out of that counseling meeting like what would you tell yourself um I would say to my like senior high school self to do your own research like honestly because counselors they only know so much and you can't expect them to be responsible for knowing every single pathway to every university like state school UC community college because there's just no way like that's too much So in high school, my counselors actually told me AP classes do not count when you go to community college. So I didn't take my AP test my senior year because I, and I was bummed because I was like, oh, I just wasted money my past years, like taking these classes or taking these exams. And then I go to community college and they're like, oh, surprise, you're a semester ahead because you took (laughs) AP classes. And I was just thinking like, why did they tell me that? Like, why? I could have saved more time by, you know, taking my two last ones. And then at community college, I felt like they also didn't really, like I had to do a lot of my research just like on assist and it was hard to get like, like help, I guess, with just like making the right decisions on what classes to take and whatnot. So yeah, I would definitely just like tell myself in high school, you need to do your own research and be your own advocate because you can't just like expect even though it's their job, you can't expect them to always be right, I guess. And it's your responsibility to. Yeah, that's very true because I, I do feel like there is a lot. I mean, this is like how this podcast started, but like there's just a lot that people don't know. And it's hard. Like even if you Google it, you're on to these like weird websites and people are just writing their opinions and you're like, what do I do with this? And so I think that's so right. Like do your research. You can call schools even like I weirdly was like that freshman who was like calling Cal Poly. And I was like, if I take this class, like, is it okay? And the woman was like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) I mean, there's no harm in doing that. It'll help a lot. Like you said, like you were already a semester ahead. Who knows that you taken those AP exams could help as well. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I like that advice a lot. I would also, I would say that to myself too. You really need to like figure it out for yourself, not rely yeah. on other people. It's scary. I mean, you're just like a kid, <laughs> but yeah, it's scary. And yeah, there's also, there's so much more info out there about four years than there is about two years. And then the two year to four year switch, like at my school, there was no information about privates. I didn't even know what a private school was until like my, like when I was applying to schools and I was like, oh, like. I can do this too. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I that's very true. Well, cool. This like I learned a lot just talking to you. But is there anything else that you would maybe want to mention or touch on or any advice for someone who might 
be starting at a CC or at a school that they're maybe not super committed to? Um, I would say, especially for students starting out at a CC, to definitely just like try a lot of classes, even that you think you might not be interested in, because it's so much cheaper to do it there than when you transfer later. And then also it'll help you get a better idea if you are really committed to the major that you think you want to do. So I would, yeah, just keep your opportunities open, try different things. You might end up liking it. And yeah, that's what I would say. I agree. I love that. So much cheaper. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with me and for covering topics that I think are so, so important to a lot of different people out there, especially those who are going to be working during their time at a CC. And for anyone who's interested, all of her socials will be linked in the description of this podcast. So feel free to give her a follow, reach out if you have more questions. But yeah, thank you so much. This was really great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Transfer Tea. Tune back on Thursday for another episode of Transfer Tip Thursday and hopefully again next Tuesday for another interview. Bye.